Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where once a week we delve the deepest, darkest recesses of the internet to find something interesting, or maybe even funny. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. No name today, Jeff? Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot to open the tab earlier, and I didn't want to fumble too badly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're a real hacker. (laughs) Do you you want me to try again? Would that make you feel better? No, I don't. Enhance. Uh, no, stop I know trying. That I know you're trying. Stop it. I know that that enhanced thing is a more of a, like a CSI thing, but whenever somebody describes himself as a hacker, all I can mm-hmm. think of is in every movie when the computer expert has a picture and they can somehow enhance the details of it. Mm-hmm. Is that just me? No, I think, I think of that as, uh, as well. Okay, good. I'm glad, because I realize that I make that joke fairly often, and I don't think anyone else has ever laughed at it, and I wanted to make sure that it was because it's a bad joke, as okay. opposed to because no one understood what I was saying. No, I, I understand. I okay. I wonder, um, are we going to get to the point where that actually was prophetic and, like, you, you can just do that? Like, the AI image image uh, improvement gets good enough that they can just do that? I don't yeah, know. Right I- now, when computers try to procedurally generate cats and stuff, they make them all fucked up with, like, eyes all over their bodies. <laughs> so- yeah, but I, I talked on this podcast a little while ago about going to see They Shall Not Grow Old yeah. Uh, the Peter Jackson thing. And he did use computer <laughs> algorithms to take pictures that are black. Just straight, no no exposure whatsoever black. And, like, teased out a visible and high-definition image. So, mm. the thing is, be. you don't know how much of that is science and how much of that is art. Like, art restoration, where sometimes you have to make choices on how you're gonna make something look so it's not actually just going from the source material. You know what I mean? I do, yeah. And I think think that there's there's something to that. I mean, there's actually a whole, like, making of at the end of the movie where he talks about all of this stuff, and the best part is, because these films were made so long ago, obviously they didn't have sound, and so he had to recreate the sound effects for the things that happened in the movie, mm-hmm. and so he got people who still owned real World War One era, like, guns <laughs> to shoot and then record them for Foley effects, and that's very cool. Yeah. <clears throat> It helps that it's one of those things where I feel like Peter Jackson is one of those weirdos who's hyper obsessed with a specific war, and he's the first one to have ever turned that obsession into something good and actually useful. Ah, uh, yeah, but uh, yes, uh, Guillermo del Toro's obsession with the uh, Spanish Revolution gave us Pan's Labyrinth, mm. and his obsession with scary stories to tell in the dark <laughs> gave us Hellboy. Ironically, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it, his obsession with the future war is uh, where we got Pacific Rim, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Yeah, and his obsession with uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia is why <laughs> Charlie Day is in it. <laughs> Wait, I think Um, that one's just actually true. Yeah, I know. That's the one thing about it. (laughs) Uh, Have you seen this new Hellboy, Jeff? I know you see a lot of movies. uh, I did not, specifically because it had such a low Rotten Tomatoes score, and even the positive reviews were like, I kind of liked this movie, but it's pretty boring. (laughs) That's a shame. I I wanted it to be good, but I knew it wouldn't be. I didn't hear about it until after it had come out, and people were like, well, I went to see it, and I'm like, what? I've never even heard this coming out. Yeah, it's got the um, the hunky cop from Stranger Things in it as Hellboy. I don't know who that He's is. He's a good choice. I mean, I don't think you're ever gonna have as good a choice as, uh, what's his face? Rockface Man? Ron Perlman. <laughs> That's the one? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's definitely the best Hellboy. Rockface, Rockface Man is his superhero persona. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, I just yeah. imagine his face is hewn out of rock and then somehow yeah, he, animated uh, by He should theory. play he Ben Grimm. Thing, right? He yeah. should definitely play Ben Grimm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes! Yeah. Oh, man, when Marvel finally starts making Fantastic Four movies, that would be an amazing casting choice. I think that it would be great if they did one where they were like, uh, yeah, the Fantastic Four did all their stuff in the 60s, and it's a period movie, and then they do that whole one with, like, actors who are old now, de-aged, so that they can play the same characters, but modern day, all old. That might be cool. I think it also would be cool if you had it set in the 60s, and then it ends with them, like, going to fight- The um, Negative Zone or whatever. Galactus, and then getting, like, sucked through a time vortex or 
or something, that would be cool. Or, what if you have them do adventures now? They've been adventuring since the 60s, and now it's like the Expendables, they're just older. Or, what... <laughs> okay, what so Sylvester... since the 60s, and they can't age, and they don't know why, and their immortality is because... No, of no, 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 they're old. And Sylvester Stallone is Reed Richards. Sylvester Stallone is... No, you have to say that he would be uh, the thing, because he would be. No, no that Rob Perlman is going to well, be the no, thing. No, not anymore. Sylvester Stallone is Reed Richards, Linda Hamilton as Sue Richards, and okay. and uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme as Johnny Storm. Oh, shit, that's really good. <laughs> that is very Oh, good. wait, no, Sylvester Stallone is already in the MCU. He plays one of those space guys. Oh, yeah, that's true. <gasps> okay, Sylvester- Hold on. No, no fucking Chris uh, Evans has been two superheroes no. already. Johnny no, 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 they were not no, no, the same no, no, universe. No, 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 no. S- Sylvester Stallone is out. John Lithgow as Reed Richards. <laughs> ah, yes, I love it. I hate it. <laughs> He would be so good! Ugh, no he wouldn't. <clears throat> yes he would. Anyway, yeah, I like this movie. Yeah, I would, this is a great idea. And you could have them, I like the idea of the MCU constantly pushing back the date when the first superhero <laughs> yeah. arrived on the scene. Like, actually it was the 90s. Actually, it was the 60s. Yeah. <clears throat> what if they made a Superman that was legit just set in the 30s? I would love to watch that movie. And you know what? Warner Brothers mm-hmm. Warner Brothers is probably, like, desperate. Like, probably plumbing the depths of screenwriters to try and find a pitch for Superman that people will want to watch. You know what? Then we need, if that were to happen, we need to re-vitalize uh, the idea of John Hamm playing Superman. Because yeah. he would be a perfect 1930s Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would. I want, I've like, of- Brad Bird Sorry. making a live-action Superman starring John Hamm. <laughs> That would be pretty good. I've always wanted there to be a Superman where he accidentally kills someone the first time he's fighting crime as a mm-hmm. thing of like, oh shit, I forgot I'm very oh, strong. Matt, I have yeah. really great news for you about a little 2013 <laughs> picture called Man of Steel directed by Zack Snyder. He never accidentally <laughs> kills someone. He one time purposefully kills someone. God, I've that seen mo- that movie like six times. I hate that movie so much. I know, it's so bad. Why have you seen it so many times? I don't know. <laughs> I have a brain problem. Watch Justice League, which is, you know, the same thing, but more fun. Is it? Oh, I think Justice League is even worse. I think Justice League is worse, but I would much rather watch it. Uh, I don't know, man. I think the most depressing one I've seen in a while was uh, Matt and I. We went to see uh, uh, the Fantastic Four one. With Michael B. Jordan. Was John Boyega in that movie? No, Uh, Michael B. Jordan. No, it was Michael B. Jordan. That's right, yes. Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, that movie was so like depressingly bad. I left it feeling bad about superheroes. They like. they wanted to make one that was like all of the depressing things about that, but even harder. So it would basically be a horror movie. And then Fox was like, "You can't, you can't do that." So they that ended up better. Yeah, they ended. That happens. I feel like a lot where filmmakers make a movie that's, like, really audacious, and, you know, maybe it wouldn't be good, but at least it's trying something, and then the executives are like, actually, we have to make this movie totally worthless by trying to make it to appeal to a broad audience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why independent movies are so popular now, because they don't give a shit about being watchable or good. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, they're popular because of how bad all of them are. (laughs) I mean, yeah, kinda. I'd rather watch a bad movie than a nothing movie. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'd rather not watch a movie, probably. Yeah, I don't like I don't to watch like movies. movies. I've talked about this before. Uh, what? You love watching movies. Uh, I, yeah. Mm. I'm of two <laughs> minds about it. No, Louisa has every, unraveled listen, you with her flawless I, logic. I like listen, going to the mo- I like going to the movie theater than anyone else I have ever met. I like going to the movie theater, but if I have the option to watch a movie at home, I would rather lie on the floor face down doing nothing. Jeff, this is a genuine question, and if you say yes, I will I will work to make it happen. If I were to buy you one of those popcorn carts that you can rent out for child's birthday parties to have in your house, would you never go to the movies again? (laughs) I don't get popcorn at the movies. What? What is the point of going to the theater without popcorn? Uh, Because it's a totally dark room where the TV is 40 feet high and everyone has to shut up while you're watching the movie and no one's allowed to have their phones out. 
you, you could just enforce put, those rules in your house. Yeah, you turn off all the lights, you put your own room phone in another room, and uh, you make sure that you don't let anybody talk to you. Mm, I don't have a comfy enough chair to match the comfort of the movie theater chair. Uh, I bet for the enough. amount of money you spent on movie tickets, you could buy a really nice chair. Maybe. I mean, it only costs me like 21 a month for the the pass, and if I see two movies, then that's paid for. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not. That's not how money works. No, <laughs> what I'm saying is, if it's two movies I would have seen anyway, then it's yes. worth it to just get that. And right. you would see two movies a month because you love movies. Yeah. This is my hypothesis. Uh, I do. Well, I think Listen, that. Listen, Jeff loves movies and he's never argued otherwise. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I've never said that I didn't like movies. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, Matt, what did you do to get through this week? Um, I got a. I actually got a new game <clears throat> that uh, has been out for a while and I've been wanting to get, but it was on sale for the first time this week called Forager. Have you guys heard of this game? No. <clears throat> I think um, I've seen ads for it. It's a very simplified, um, visually, uh, sort of version of the, the gather and craft games, oh. like a Stardew Valley or like a Minecraft or something like that. It's all pixel graphics. It's very good. It had a nice, satisfying game loop to it where, uh, you know, you gather resources to make a machine to make better resources to make better machines and so on. On. Um, and it's nice. It's a nice little game. It's all made by this one guy uh, who I believe is from Spain. We were talking before we started recording about how all indie games are made internationally now. Yeah, all the good um, ones are from like three people in Europe at most. Yeah. Um, and it, it's really good. I love a game where I can pick it up and then, you know, two days later, I'm completely done with it. Mm. <laughs> I think I have this available as part of Xbox Game Pass, which I have for the next uh, couple months, because it was like a dollar for three months. Yeah, I mean, if you like the, the you know, Don't Starve or Minecraft or whatever survival by foraging and crafting type of game thing, it's very good. It's a good example of that. It reminds me of Stardew Valley in that it's one guy who is like, these games suck now because they're too complicated. I'm going to make the simple version of that. Do people attack you or do you just get to try to survive on your own? <clears throat> um, There are, as you expand the world that you can explore, there are some animated skeletons that will attack you occasionally and some demons eventually. But they just play you like a xylophone. Are they like, are they like stop motion animated or are we talking like 30s <laughs> Mickey cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is um, this uh, Clash of the Titans or? <laughs> yes, this is a. Sorry, this is just a Clash of the Titans. Oh game. my god, I would love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> I we have the technology now to do a like stop motion fantasy action game. Like, if uh, Jeff, I'd like to introduce you to a little game from 1994 called Clay Fighter. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm amazed that you went Clay Fighter and not The Neverhood, which is a point and click adventure game that's actually good and made all out of clay. Well, I don't know about that. Oh, really? I just remember Clay Fighter. Oh, I think you would actually love The Neverhood. Um, <laughs> they did a Kirby game on the Wii U, which is a system only I owned, that was all, uh, I don't know if they actually made it out of clay, but it looks like it's all stop-motion clay, and I think that's a really cool aesthetic for a video game. That would be a great aesthetic for a horror video game, because, oh my god, those skeletons, and especially Medusa... Holy shit, Yo, that's they, way too scary. If they made a Resident Evil game where where everything Jesus. was still computer gen generated except the zombies were all claymation, that would be scary as shit. Yes. Uh, I'm freaking out thinking about it. <laughs> I don't like this. This is such a good idea, you guys. I... So Superman is there and he accidentally <laughs> kills everyone. Yep. <laughs> he accidentally kills one of the skeletons and then flies away oh, wait, to guys, Mars. guys, we just described the plot of Resident Evil 4. <laughs> Wait, Who's Superman's not in that game? Uh, isn't there the the main guy is like a super soldier who can shoot rocket launchers from his hands or something? Uh, kind of? There's one game where the main character is way, way, way too good at fighting zombies, and it's like, what even is this game anymore? That's five and six, especially. Four is... <laughs> okay. Four, you definitely can suplex zombies, but there is still, like, limited enough ammo that it's scary, but five and six are just straight-up action games. Yeah. Uh, so. I looked up Harry House 
fluorescent skeletons, so I could get a little <laughs> picture of these skeletons. One of the pictures is a, an action figure of the skeleton next to an action figure of the comedian from the Watchmen movie. Oh, oh weird. Okay. Yeah. I really thought you were going to say one of the pictures is a picture of Harryhausen's actual skeleton. <laughs> Yeah, he in his will it said that they had to stop motion animate his skeleton. <laughs> yeah, for a video. Into that Ray Harryhausen music. Yeah, it's at his. It played at his funeral, and all of his family members were really upset. <laughs> now I realize that that it's very dodgy legally to use human remains in things like this, but mm-hmm. if you got the actuators and, like, put it together to put a skeleton together... Actuaries, that can- I think. Actuators is something to do with mechanical objects, I believe? Yeah, that's what he's yeah, saying. That's what I'm talking oh, about. okay. I thought, okay, okay. <laughs> I thought you meant actuaries for the will <laughs> for making nope. this legal. Nope, okay. I'm saying... I'm saying if you put actuators between all of the bones in a skeleton to make oh. it move and walk around by remote control, that would be the greatest thing ever in the history of humanity. It would be I the think. greatest yeah. feat of engineering. Um, yeah. I don't think it would be that hard. <laughs> Since- uh, here's how you get around it. You make it a horse. <laughs> Way yeah, there you go. Awesome. Okay. Oh my god, guys, we're just making Westworld. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, yeah. We Wait. can improve upon it with really rickety, shitty horse skeletons. Yeah. Wait, what if we dip the skeletons in some kind of milk? <laughs> yeah, super flesh milk. That's yeah. uh, mm-hmm. It's hippo milk, that's the secret. <laughs> That's how they made the robots in Westworld. They're all just dipped in hippo milk. We talked about that before the episode. And that was hippo oil. It's still funny <laughs> that hippos are like Sampo creatures, where every part of them is uh, unbelievably wonderful. Yeah, they're real oak jaws. <sighs> <laughs> Uh, I started playing, based on your recommendation this week, similar to Forager, Graveyard Keeper. Oh, yes. Um, That's a good one. Boy, it's real addictive. And also pretty spooky and grim. You have to, like, cut up bodies. Yeah, the parts where you're like, man, I really need way more, you know, human kidneys to make this next thing I need. I hope people bring me more corpses. You start to really feel like it's actually quite a a dark game. Yeah, well... It's like a Burke and Hare, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Almost the first thing in the game is the, like, mission objective says, go sell this meat to the local tavern keeper that you got from a dead body. Yep. And then he's like, is this human meat? And you're like, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) I I still that, though. That really sets the moral uh, of the game early. I still haven't done the sell human meat thing, because you have to do a whole side quest to get, like, a stamp for it, but uh, I'll get there eventually, and I've definitely done worse things, like throwing bodies in the river because they're too full of sin. Yeah, Hmm. it's true. Once you get to the part where you start, like, purifying those bodies of their sin so that you can get extra points for your graveyard, uh, it gets pretty fun. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Uh, One thing that's really weird about this game, and from the screenshots I'm looking at of Forager, it probably has a similar thing is sometimes I really have no idea what things I need to get next to make the thing that I want to make because there's not just like a recipe list that I can see. I don't love that. That gives me anxiety in a game sometimes. Yeah, Forager does a much better job of that. There's only There was only a couple times where I was like, like I literally don't know where this would come from. Yeah. But most of the time it makes sense and there's a lot of, like once you build a forge, you can see all the things the forge can make and what you need to put into it to make it make those things, which is good. Um, yeah. That that was the the reason I sort of fell off of Graveyard Keepers, because I kept on having to look it up on the wiki, like, yeah. okay, wait, so how do I make a whatever? Yeah, I know I, I need these to... games on Switch or mobile? I lost the plot at the beginning here. I think uh, Forager, F- Forager for sure is coming to Switch this year. It's not out yet. Graveyard Keeper I think is out on Switch, or is coming to Switch. Um... Hmm. Looks like Gravekeeper Switch release date is going to be... August 15th. Damn it. You beat me too. Oh, wait, last year. It's out. Oh. I don't know if it's out on Switch oh, wait, yet. No. Yeah. yeah, no, this is on Xbox. Oh, yeah, nice Sorry. try. Yeah, there's no there's no date for the Switch release of Graveyard well, Keeper yet. Well, I'll probably be dead by then. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's the dream. <laughs> uh, Louisa, what did you do for the week? I had a real rough uh, work week, just work-wise, workload-wise. So I hardly did anything but sleep. And smoke a lot of weed, am I right? Yeah, blaze it. Um, so... (laughs) 
<laughs> the most, uh, 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 no, I don't have it. Lackluster. Was, yeah, I was gonna have a good word and I didn't. Blase. Uh, yeah. Blase it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This I'm is gonna die. Weed themed loungewear. <laughs> oh my god. Christ. That wasn't even a good joke. Oh man. Oh, that's a good one. Write that down. TM. No one steal our ideas, please. <laughs> uh, so I've been sleeping a lot. And you know, I dream a lot. You guys, dreams? Yeah. Yes or no? I've heard of <laughs> them. Do you have dreams that you remember? Because I do every single night. Sometimes. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, occasionally. I usually only remember the ones that are, like, pretty bizarre or upsetting. Yeah. Uh, but when I get real tired in the evening, sometimes when you're just kind of nodding off and you, you're not truly asleep, uh, do you ever get, like, very vivid dream hallucinations at that time? What do you mean? Oh, no, I don't think so. Like, suddenly you're in a boat or something and it's sinking because your brain is trying to tell you you need to go to sleep and your other part of your brain's like, no thanks. So No thanks, I'm busy in this boat. <laughs> yeah. And it's sinking. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> but I can't go to sleep now, I'm sinking. <laughs> it's always like a horrible stress thing, whatever it is, but it's yeah. like very vivid, and then you, you feel that, you're in this boat, your boat's sinking, and then like, maybe 35 seconds later, you're suddenly awake and you're like, sitting on the couch. Do you guys ever have that thing where you fall asleep sitting up in like, an armchair or something, and then, I don't know how long I'm asleep for, but I, I suddenly have like, the dream that the chair is falling over backwards, and then I like, yes. jump up out of the chair <laughs> yes. awake. Yes. That happens to me every single time I fall asleep in a chair. <laughs> Wait, does this happen to you on airplanes? Uh, yeah, sometimes. Oh god, <laughs> you got that seatbelt to stop you from jumping up though. <laughs> yeah. That's what you need at home. Yep. Uh, yeah, you need a seatbelt for your sofa. Mm. I can't fall asleep gear. on a sofa. What am I, <laughs> Superman? <laughs> yeah, you might kill somebody if you fall asleep on that sofa. Yeah. <laughs> I could crush it with my uh, night terrors. <laughs> Superman is such a vivid sleepwalker. He has to be chained down to a lead table oh, like fuck. a Frankenstein. In case he. Casey turns into a werewolf in the middle of the night while he's sleepwalking. Yeah. Guys, if Superman was a sleepwalker, there would be literally nothing anyone could do about it. <laughs> you, no, you put him in a lead room. That'll stop him. He can't fight through lead. He just can't see x-rays through him. You put him in a kryptonite room, then. Yeah, there you go. He has to sleep in a... Quietly. He has to sleep in a kryptonite coffin like Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, infringing way too much on Captain Transylvania's. Uh, oh man, story. is Superman one of the monsters that Captain Transylvania is? Ooh, yes. no, he's not Superman. He is Brightburn, though that evil Superman in that new movie that's coming out. What? Oh, uh, you haven't seen the trailers for this? I've never even heard of this. And okay. the opposite of Superman is Bizarro Superman. We all know, right? He's a robot. Oh, that's true. No, no, this is uh, one of those. Omen bad seed type movies, except the little kid is Superman. Like, oh, God. he's an alien that Elizabeth Banks and her husband found, and they're raising him, and yeah. and then he decides to uh, destroy them all with his heat vision. <sighs> cool. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I like the idea of trying to think about if Superman had was a sleepwalker because <laughs> what had sleepwalking? Yeah, if he had sleepwalkings as the mm-hmm. as the curse upon him, mm-hmm. <laughs> like no one would ever like he would just walk through walls and not even notice. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, how I real guess. sleepwalkers work too, though. Well, no, because they would hit the wall and then the wall would stay there and they would be like, "Ow!" Mm, that does make sense. <laughs> <laughs> You've caught me in your in your vice-like grip of logic. I feel like Jeff was thinking of sleepwalkers as astral projections. <laughs> they can just go wherever they want. No, sleepwalkers are the people who uh, transform into different animals when they're asleep, right? Now, the sleepwalkers mm-hmm. were the ones that attacked uh, Winterfell and uh, okay. yep. tried to burn down the north or whatever. No, I thought those mm-hmm. were just vampires who could go out in the sun. Mm. No, you're thinking of Blade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Blade, mean, the sleepwalker. Blade. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, anyway, uh, did you have a specific dream you wanted to talk about, Louisa? Or no, I didn't. Just the idea of dreams. I think about them a lot, because I'm yeah. always getting, like, prophetic messages, and when you get them every single night, mm, you don't pay attention to them as much. Uh-oh, are we, are we slipping into the area <laughs> where Louisa believes that she's the modern-day Mr. Thomas? 
Guys, can we, <laughs> since this podcast is already unlistenable, can we create a space now for like five to ten minutes where we each share a recent dream that we've been dying to share, but we haven't shared it because we know that people don't want to hear about our dreams? No, that's awful. I have no idea. I don't know that I have, I don't keep <laughs> dreams bottled up inside like that. Okay. So all I was going to say is I have, for instance, just a quick example, a recurring dream about a zombie elk that is eyeless and is following me and not So you are doing it. trying to tell me something. <laughs> yeah. You are doing the thing that you this said no to. This is my quick example. I, this uh-huh. is an amalgamation of many dreams. Like I, I said, like, Matt I, asked if I had recurring uh, dreams, and this is the one. It's a Captain Transylvania of that. dreams. I well, you, you did in to... my mind. So <laughs> that's good enough for me. Yeah, you I asked would for like this. to, though, create a safe space here instead of what Jeff said, which would be bad. I want to make a safe space here for all of us to predict something that will happen over the course of the next year. And it can't be political Okay. Or about all of our deaths. <clears throat> Wait, why are we doing this? Because Louisa thinks she's the modern day Nostradamus. Oh, I see. You said that. <laughs> Speaking of things that other people have said, I'm pretty sure you said it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I heard Louisa say, I'm the modern day Nostradamus verbatim. Yeah. That would be pretty good to have on a t shirt, huh? Yeah. No, it wouldn't. Okay. It sounds like a, a lyric by the band Train. <laughs> oh, God, it does. <laughs> I can't be a lyric from the band Train because it doesn't say blow my mind in it anyway. <laughs> every one of their fucking songs for some reason. Yeah, I'm the modern day Nostradamus. I'm really going to blow your mind. That's the full <laughs> Is lyric. It's possible that that guy from Train calls his dick his mind. <laughs> Gross. Pat Monahan, you mean? I hate that I know his name. Oh, why do you know his name? I don't know. He has the same name as a popular Twitter comedian, is why I know that that's his name. He's like 60, right? Yeah, he's named Pat. Fucking nobody under the age of 50 lets people call them Pat. Uh, I, mean, I have a friend I named Pat. That's true. I have a friend named Pat. <laughs> no, this is not okay. okay <laughs> you have to anyway. insist that people call you Patrick if you're under 50. Um, the, like, I, I was looking at the video for uh, Drops of Jupiter because it was on Punch Up the Jam. He is ago. in fact 50 years old. There we go. Exactly. And like, when he started being a famous rock star, he was already in his 40s. Yes. <laughs> and he had the same energy as if he was like, well, I'm basically the same thing as Mick Jagger. We're both old rockers. And it's like, no one's ever fucking seen you before. <laughs> Get yeah. out of here, you weirdo. Get that stupid hat off. <laughs> he got uh, did he, did he wear a stupid hat popularly? Uh, yeah, I think he wore. He was one of the first trilby wearers in mainstream culture. <laughs> Ugh, Jesus. I, I guess he surprised. is really old. Yeah. I just remember him wearing the classic Rockers uniform, which is some kind of t-shirt, and then designer jeans that probably cost $500, even though they're hideous. And a denim I vest. I him wearing a button-up shirt with a <laughs> vest over it. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Why are we talking about Train? I hate the band Train so much. Train sucks. But Jeff, what did you do to get through this week? Yeah. Uh, So I have been uh, really pumped for this upcoming motion picture, Pokemon colon Detective Pikachu. Actually, I don't know if there's a colon or if the title is just with no stops Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Uh, so what he I've been doing... He's a Pokemon detective, right? He investigates Pokemon crimes? Yeah, I was yeah, gonna that's say, true. that works just as well. Yeah. I think the Japanese title translates to Great Detective Pikachu, which is a much better title. Um, the video game, however, is just called Detective Pikachu, so I've been playing through that. Um, what do you mean? There's been, it's, the movie's based on a video game. There are Uh, no punctuation marks in this title. Okay. It's Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Uh, Louisa, I think you would actually like this game, because it's basically like a, uh, mystery point-and-click adventure. Um, I don't know. Set in the Pokemon I, world. I really don't like the Phoenix Wright games because their quote unquote mysteries are way too much of a stretch and it gets very irritating. It's been less of a stretch in this one. It has a lot more point and click, like adventure game type stuff. Like, you have to figure out how to get past this obstacle in the world, and there's a couple Pokemon hanging out. See if you can, like, get them to help you, in, and you have to know which one would be best to help. Hmm. Okay. Um, I have been enjoying it, but the reason I bring it up is because another movie uh, in 2019 oh. is coming out this year. Yes. With oh god, yes. That has <laughs> so massively eclipsed all of the body horror of the Pokemon uh, Detective <laughs> Pikachu trailer. True. And that is the trailer for the motion picture adaptation of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> what the fuck were they thinking? They weren't. <laughs> what the fuck? 
Somebody spent oh! hundreds of hours of their life <laughs> making this thing. Uh, I love a take that I saw somewhere on social media that was just, um, there's a really, you're making a video game movie, so you have this really rich world of characters and everything. What you're going to do is you're going to throw all of that out the window and just make an action movie that has nothing to do with the plot of the game. Yeah. yeah. That's what they're doing. Uh, so oh. this movie has a $90 million budget, and... <sighs> Boy, okay, so I saw another theory on Twitter that the reason Sonic looks so bad is to drum up the publicity that it would not have gotten if Sonic just looked good. Um, how would he look good? How do you make <laughs> yeah, Sonic look good? Yeah, I don't think good? they know how to make him look good. The, the fact that they were like, oh, we're gonna fix it. Are you? How? If they had <laughs> just made him look like Sonic, it would have been fine, because at least what does we're- that mean, Jeff? Yeah, no, he's too stylized. You can't render that in three dimensions. Yeah, you can. No. There have been 3D Sonic games, just yeah, add a Jeff, fur texture, Jeff, who cares? Jeff, 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 I need you to go on a thought experiment journey okay, with me, where you it. imagine you, you're sitting in a movie theater, and you're watching a film, and famously handsome man, James Mar- Marsters, no, Marsden, 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 they're the same, James Marsden, uh, is, is talking to his friend, and then he looks down, and it's a, like, cell-shaded cartoon Sonic the Hedgehog, that is not how movies work. That looks. That is what Who Framed Roger Rabbit was. I would be absolutely good. I would be so fine if this movie was Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but with the Sonic universe. Oh, that but amazing. that would mean also changing the plot of the movie. Yeah, and that is that's the fine. Who cares about this plot? Yeah, <laughs> no, plot. But my point is, if you say we're sorry, we fucked up so so bad, so bad, you guys, on this <laughs> terrible Sonic the Hedgehog, we're gonna fix it. Do you mean you're not gonna make your movie? <laughs> yes. That's the only way that it makes sense to me. I think I th- I think that what um what happened here is not that they made it bad on purpose, but rather that it was death by committee. That there were just so many executives being like like the first model probably came out and was like kind of cute and looked basically like the Sonic the Hedgehog we're familiar with, but a little more like photorealistic. And then executives were like, what's this? This is what is this Sonic the Hedgehog? You can't have him look like that. His eyes is too big. Make him smaller. Make him look more like a hedgehog. Oh, it's such a shame the mafia has control of all the CGI studios. Yeah. Well, he paused after saying "What's this?" for just long enough that I thought there was a chance he would break into that song from Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, put that song at the end of the episode. Oh, thank please. you. Jeff. Yeah, Louise is editing this week, so put that song at the. <laughs> End of the episode. Um, yeah. Oh my god! For the longest time, I thought this movie co-starred um oh what's his name Chris uh, fucking Chris Pratt. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I heard that too. Why did I also think that? <laughs> I've Shit. never heard that. You guys are um, crazy. I yeah. really, I am pretty excited to see Jim Carrey give the performance of a lifetime in this movie that will be a C at best. Um, uh, I've seen that clip where he yells at Neil McDonough, and uh, he's just being Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, but then later in the trailer, he's bald and has a crazy mustache and goggles and looks like Dr. Robotnik, <laughs> so that's pretty good. That's going to be a dream sequence, though, and you're going to be so mad you're yes. going to burn the theater down. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a real kangaroo jack where he yeah. never comes back again. <laughs> oh, man, what if this movie was a real kangaroo jack and Sonic is not even in it? <laughs> That is just a dream sequence. That's how they fix it. They just put a child in that role. I just noticed in this place, in this, like, brief shot where Jim Carrey actually looks like Robotnik, he's in a world with a bunch of giant mushrooms. Is he gonna teleport it to the Sonic planet at the, like, end of the movie? It's gonna be a dream sequence, Jeff. I'm telling you. I'm Uh, not joking. That's definitely what's gonna happen. A lot of people think it's going to be a, a, like, post-credits tease for a sequel. Yeah, maybe. Here's how you fix it. Ready? You have a child in a foam suit, a foam Sonic suit, yeah. just in all of those scenes where there was CGI. I've seen I've seen a couple improvements um, that like are fan made, and I think the big one is you make his eyes take up more of his face, and you give him pointier teeth. Yeah, the fact that his pupils are like vertical ovals rather than round really fucking freaks me out. That's fine, but then you got to make his eyes. You got to make his eyes vertical ovals to match it. Uh, 
don't the like problem it. is that his nose turns up in a way that throughout the history of film has always told us this is a punchable person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but is have you ever thought to yourself, I really don't want to punch Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> I mean, we this podcast has been nothing if not a catalog of my problems with Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. <laughs> yeah, you're going to release a, your memoir and it's going to be titled My Problem with Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Yes, that's true. That is some great, uh, what's SEO, but like for picking up a book at the bookstore? <laughs> Whatever what's that like is. What's like the opposite of SEO? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Real life SEO? <laughs> that's yeah. what you got. Uh, I pasted not only the wiki we're going to be talking about, but also an image of someone's like very hastily put together improved Sonic. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. Yeah, that's significantly better, better even though it's still a little terrifying. Yeah, he's got bigger cartoon eyes, a rounder nose, and then little pointy teeth rather than incredibly strange human teeth that they gave the one in the movie. Yeah, the issue is that, like, currently, it does just look like a human child in a costume. Yes! That's, <laughs> yeah. That is a problem. His proportions are all weird. Also, there's something very weird about characters created from CGI, the way that their mouths work, where they go, like, they go from very small to very big in such an unrealistic way that it looks like there's some kind of weird, like, mouth portal to a hell dimension. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> also, they're different, like, the different sides of their mouth can move independently in a way that they can't ever for humans. Like, that's where you get that weird CGI smirk. Yeah, yeah they can't do that. <laughs> why do they, why do they do that? They, they haven't figured out they haven't figured out mouths yet for whatever reason uh like crazy that's the main thing you need to figure out i think think the thing they're working the the two things that are working against each other here are if you make a cartoon it needs to be exaggerated movements to look more uh relatable or the opposite if you're filming real live action people they need to not be more animated because they need to move like real people do yeah it's like in between if you watch Star Wars Rogue One, uh, there is a character who has a human face, but his head is all made of CGI because they wanted to put Peter Cushing in the movie, even though he died like 30 years ago. Uh, <laughs> and the only thing that's unconvincing about it is when you look at his mouth, it doesn't move right. Yeah, don't like it. I mean, yeah, Peter everything Cushing about this Sonic like is alien. unconvincing, though. What? Yeah, fair. Also, this new drawing of Sonic that you sent, which I agree is an improvement, but they just made his hand bigger. It's still weirdly dirty. <laughs> yeah, he should just like just have him be wearing gloves. Why does he have to have white hands? That's creepy. It doesn't make any sense either. It, none of it. <clears throat> like part of why Sonic the Hedgehog, I think, is a beloved character is because it didn't bother trying to make realistic sense. And then yeah. some poor CGI animator's job was like, "Hey, make this look like it could live in the same world as James Marsden." Go. <laughs> yeah, give him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like why 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 do you want me to do that <laughs> no one wants that <laughs> Oh boy! So I've been looking at this wiki that we got. Okay, yeah, yes. I I I got us a random wiki called Pirates of the Burning Sea, and the yeah. the title is POTBS Wiki. Yeah, at first I thought is this related to Pirates of the Caribbean, but apparently not. It um, seems to be a video game or perhaps RPG. What's strange to me? Wait. Oh, okay. I don't know yes. if you guys are seeing the same thing, but my background is all black except in the middle. There's a silver like vertical pole, and I don't mm. know what that's supposed to mean. Everyone knows that in Pirates of the Burning Sea, it's the rapture. It's pirates after the rapture, and they all get sucked up into heaven. Oh, is it a laser beam? No, the Burning Sea is the one where all the souls get tossed that are too full of sin. (laughs) Like that river in Graveyard Keeper. (laughs) Guys, why do we keep making great movie plots? (laughs) It's just our nature. That's what we were meant for. We're, we're just doing time on this podcast. Can you imagine a movie set after the rapture where only people full of sin are left and they're pirates and they sail around pirating people? That would be fucking we're just, that's, It's just a Christian remake of Pirates of Dark Water. Yeah, <laughs> alright. Matt, isn't that what the Dawn of the Dead was? The one in the mall? Whichever one was in the mall. They weren't pirates. They were just they're people in a mall. In a mall. What? They were, they were shopping at the mall, even though they were zombies, right? Dear Hot Topic, you can't be a pirate in a mall. Signed, <laughs> Jeff and Matt. <laughs> Hold on, I bet you there's an entire pirate section at Hot Topic nowadays. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. We're, we're sending this message to them that they need to stop. They, they unironically sell the puffy shirt from Seinfeld. <sighs> That's probably true. <laughs> 
Um, so this, uh, this, uh, wiki's artwork seems like a video game from maybe 15 years ago. Uh, I'm seeing little fancy gold frames for all the categories, and they run on the screen. Uh, this is the background moves behind them, I should say. Uh, you know what I'm just... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but... I don't have much know, to say. <laughs> you know what I'm just now realizing is very stupid about all of the wikis we go to? Yes. What's that? They never just say what the fuck the thing is on the front page. Yes! Yep. Agreed. Just, I mean, like, <laughs> I get that you're assuming that anyone who would go out of their way to seek out the Pirates of the Burning Sea wiki would probably already know something about Pirates of the Burning Sea, but you're not going to loop in new fans with this page. Yeah, you're not considering podcast hosts who hate your uh, hobby. (laughs) (laughs) And also, by extension, you. (laughs) That's the thing you learn in, like, middle school writing, right? Like, your first statement has to be your, uh... A restatement of the question, yeah. Yeah, set the table, guys, come on. So, there are such categories on here in little boxes as game basics, ships, economy, character, and conquest. Guys, it's an MMORPG from 2000. Yeah, I clicked I clicked the heading the game and it brought me to a page about the game. And it said you just lost the game. game. Uh, I'm That's getting that silver bar now. Hmm. Yeah, what is that? Anybody know? No. There's no explanation for it. I wonder how I'm going to see how I can start playing this game. Hold on. <laughs> Uh, I'm Uh, looking, there's an alternative install guide under the game heading, so I'm going to click on that as well. Oh, it's a free-to-play game. That's fun. Okay. Uh, So the only thing that's interesting to me here is Economy, the Nautical Cookbook. What is this about? Oh, 404, not bad. Great. Okay, good. It it seems to be a real-time naval combat game with a PvP conquerable world, meaning, like, the players control, like, the ports and countries and stuff. What era is it set in? Do you know? 1720. That's the weird part. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. It's in the Caribbean in 1720. That makes sense. So you can choose to be either a free trader, a naval officer, a privateer, a buccaneer, or a cutthroat. Mm. Mm. I don't know which one I want to be. Ooh, you have to be above, you have to be 13 and older to play this game. Guys, tag yourself. I'm a navy officer. Must be pretty sexy. Ah, you fucking narc. Yeah, Nobody wants <laughs> Nobody wants you out there policing the Listen, seas. I, I don't like me any more than you do. I'm just telling you what I am. I'm um, a Navy officer. I, I am what I am, says yeah. Matt the Sailor Man. Yes, yeah, so uh, you're a buccaneer. I'm a free trader, obviously. <laughs> oh, okay. Because yeah, of my libertarian leanings. How, how much is that corn that Jeff's selling? <laughs> uh, free. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what free trade means, actually. <laughs> Uh, it's funny because even people who very much are in favor of free trade don't seem to know what it means either. Um, where are you looking at these jobs? Uh, Under, I don't see that. Uh, character, career. Oh, okay. Let's see. <sighs> Ship overview by level. I'm going to take a look at that. Uh, oh, Jeff's definitely a buccaneer. Yeah, I think Jeff's a buccaneer. Okay. Louisa, I think you're a privateer. Uh, hmm. Let's see. Privateers are essentially pirates that are sanctioned by their nation, but they tend to use faster ships that still pack a punch, capable of running down and boarding a cargo tub, but unable to withstand the overwhelming firepower of a ship of the line. Yeah, Probably. that's that's true, because Louisa is a rebel, but she also loves the structure of rule systems. Yeah, yes. I want to sneak around within the rules and stab people in the back, and I can do that as a privateer. Yep. Good, I'm glad we all figured out which what type of, what type of, we took that what type of pirate are you online quiz. <laughs> yeah. And our fans are all, uh, cutthroats. <laughs> yeah, that's Dumbasses. Is that a class? <laughs> Do not say that our fans are dumbasses. I'm just <laughs> we're kidding. We're trying to build a base here. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to build a base of, um, submissive cucks who are, will be our fans. <laughs> So we have to insult them and be like, hey, your dick is small. <laughs> and that's how we, we get successful. We just start fin dumbing. Uh-huh. I mean, that's how Jeff got me to be his friend. Yep. <laughs> Give me ten bucks or I'll make fun of your little dick to your wife. <laughs> yeah, he just kept leaving post-it notes on my door that said, your dick is small. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I don't want to say how many friends I have who were fun, mean to me at first, and I was like, yes, I do want to be your friend. 
Yeah, I mean, that is the genesis of this joke, is that Jeff and I were definitely not very nice to each other when we first met. I, um, I have extremely grown out of, like, fun meanness. I don't even Uh, like to do that with my very close friends anymore. Yeah, fun meanness is the old shit. The new shit now is genuine supportiveness of your friends, and it's, like, way more edgy and rebellious. Listen, I can turn on a dime. I will turn it around and be genuinely supportive in a second, but I also like fun meanness. <laughs> I it's hard to break the habit. I don't like doing it, but sometimes I still do it by accident. So something I really hate about the aesthetics on this page is that it. it's hard to read a solid quarter of yes. every article. <laughs> Yes, because the background, which is so important that you get to see this aluminum tube or whatever it is. <laughs> all the oh writing, my god, it's weapons of mass destruction. All the Jesus. writing is just superimposed over the background, like uh, on a transparent background of its own. So yes, the lighting, the writing, which is a light gold color, uh, is very hard to read across this aluminum tube. That's true. Why did they do this? Um, this background is maybe the worst background we've ever seen. Yeah. And that's saying something, because a lot of these pages are in states of ill repair, to say the least. Alright, I'm going to now read a list of uh, of franchise, of other pop culture things that there are Easter eggs for in Pirates of the Burning Sea. Ooh, this is fun. Um, can, can we guess uh, a franchise first? Sure. I'm going to guess that there's a reference to The Simpsons in there. Uh, let's see. The Simpsons. Yes, there are two. Oh, nice. Louisa, what do you got? I'm sorry, what was the category? Easter eggs, you say? Easter yeah, eggs related Easter egg to other... references to other pop culture franchises, and there's a okay. ton of them. Well, I'm going to do the easy bunt here. There's got to be references to Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, actually. <laughs> Whoa! What? Too I, easy. I bet there are, oh, hold on. I bet there are, and they just don't want to draw attention to them because they, they just create Easter some eggs stuff. because they're the fucking game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. they're the main thing of the game. Yes. <laughs> uh, Minecraft? Is this too early for Minecraft? 2008 seems okay for Minecraft. The game is, the game is like, still going, and also Minecraft came out in, like, 2013 or something. Well, I'm gonna say Minecraft, so that's not one of them. No. 2009, actually. So, yeah, Minecraft has been around long enough that it could be in there. Uh, Indiana Jones. Yes, Indiana Jones. Oh my god. Indiana Jones feels weirdly pirate adjacent for something that does not actually have anything to do with pirates. That's true. He does crash an airship, so does that count? Wait, does he crash that airship? No. I don't remember now. (laughs) He jumps out of it. Okay. There's a lot of maps of the world. Uh Uh-huh. Like in piracy. (laughs) Do we not know what pirates are? (laughs) Um, uh... They're those uh, boat guys. Jimmy Buffett, uh, <laughs> yeah, Kenny Chesney. <laughs> okay, here's here's a list of the the franchises that have Easter eggs in this game: mm-hmm. Bioshock, Balboa, wow. Castaway, Crocodile Dundee. Hold on, Doctor- I'm gonna have to pause you. Castaway, the Tom Hanks movie, or a different thing? Uh, Castaway, the Tom Hanks movie. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's probably like an item you can get that says it's oh, called Wilson, Wilson, and it's a volleyball. Yeah, no, you find a yeah. guy marooned on an island named Wilson. Yeah. Okay, great. Crocodile Dundee. Doctor Strange. Oh, that's not a knife. This is a knife. I bet, yep, right? Exactly. Oh yes. Uh-huh. Doctor Strangelove, do you write a bomb at some point? Dune, whoa! Yeah. Are you collecting spice? Yeah. Uh, no, apparently one character says the goods must flow. I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I guess. Escape to Witch Mountain. A few good men. Mm. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. What? Gaelic. <laughs> okay, a few good men. Yeah, I can't. You can't handle the truth. What is? Right. What could possibly be the Fresh Prince reference? Uh, apparently at some point you go to West Philadelphia. In the intro, somebody <laughs> says that you have to move in with your auntie and uncle in Bonaire. Oh, God. It's pretty okay. good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to give it to them. You have <laughs> they to try toss... really hard. <laughs> so they're fat. You have to toss uh, Buccaneer Jazzy Jeff out of your <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cabin. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> and it's the same footage every time, the same graphics. <laughs> so you can tell that he's going to get thrown out because he has that same uh, puffy pirate shirt on. <laughs> That's true of all video games. Uh (laughs) Yeah, they can't afford too many costumes in a video game. General Hospital? What? 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, it's much, it's much too complicated to go into here, especially since I know literally nothing about General Hospital. Goonies, Hornblower, Indiana Jones, internet memes. <laughs> well, Why is that its own property? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, Latin? Like the language? I guess so, yeah. Is that pop culture? It's not an Easter egg if you just put some Latin in your game, though. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. The Man Who Would Be King, Monkey Island, Monty Python. Mm, Monkey Island. Oh, Monkey Island, that does make sense. How dare you? But how could they not? Come on. But how dare you reference a good game in your bad game? But, well, yeah, you don't know it's bad, first of all. (laughs) Second, if the Pirates of the Caribbean movies did it, why wouldn't this game that's a ripoff of them do it? That's Mm. true. Yep. Uh, Musicals, which seems like a cheat to just have it yeah. all be. Yeah, you have that to One of them is the Rolling Stones song Sympathy for the Devil. Like, Fuck. that's not a musical. Maybe yeah. it means musical just like references to music. Like, yeah, music. That's no, good. no, it's not good. Why did you need to make everything, every other Easter egg has one bullet point under it, and then musical references has six. Just make them all their own thing. <laughs> mm. Anyway. I hate it. Napoleon Dynamite, Patrick O'Brien, Ugh. Peter Pan, Princess Bride, Robin Hood, Robocop, Shakespeare, Shaun of the Dead, The Simpsons, South Park, uh, Star Trek, Star Wars, Terminator, They Live, The X-Files. Who's Patrick O'Brien? I don't know. Is that just like a guy? I'm looking it up. <laughs> yeah, do that. Uh, he wrote books. He's a novelist. Oh, did he? Okay. Well, uh, looks like he. Oh, he wrote the Master and Commander series. Oh, yeah, they should say that then, because that's yeah. more understandable and makes sense. Yeah, this is a real shit show. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we say that about all these wikis. Yeah, it's true. Have you seen the movie Master and Commander: Far Side of the World? Nope. Was that the first one? That was the only uh, movie in the series. Oh, I, thought, I thought they made a second. I have seen that. Yes. Uh, is it as good as people say it is? I really enjoyed it, but it's huh. very dry. You have to really care about period dramas in a way that you probably do not. Russell Crowe with a ponytail is really hard to get over, I think. <laughs> Guys, I know this might be a problematic opinion because he likes to get extremely drunk and punch people in the face, but I really like Russell Crowe in movies. I think that he's good at performing. I do too, except he was so bad as Javert. But everything else, I do like him in, in the movies. I he seems like he's a colossal asshole as a human being, mm-hmm. but the thing that he did with John Oliver and the Chlamydia Award is genuinely one of the funniest things I've ever heard anyone doing in life. The what? You don't know about this? No. I don't think I do either. Okay, so for last week tonight, John Oliver bought uh, a piece of Russell Crowe, did like an auction of his personal belongings, and he bought the cod piece that Russell Crowe wore in Gladiator. And Jesus. And donated it to the last operating blockbuster in the United States to <laughs> turn into a museum, which is a very funny joke. <laughs> It was pretty and, good. And then Russell Crowe, in response, used the money that they paid him to open a koala chlamydia ward in <laughs> Australia called the John Oliver <laughs> Memorial Ko- Koala Chlamydia Ward. That's really good. <laughs> that is very good. <laughs> oh, so like, yeah, Russell Crowe's probably a huge asshole, but that is one of the funniest jokes I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> y'all, y'all seen Noah? No, that's a, it's got Emma Watson in it, right? Yeah, it's it's direct by Darren Aronofsky, um, and it is surprisingly good. Is but also, where, is that the one where Steve Carell uh, finds out yeah, that he's yeah. Noah? Yeah. And he needs mm-hmm. to make an arc? yeah, that's the one. Uh, that movie is really crazy. It's like two and a half hours long, and you have no idea what to expect from moment to moment. Hmm. Sounds great. It's not good. <laughs> okay, random page time. All right, let's do it. <clears throat> after the after that brief uh, aside for Russell Crowe chat. All right, I already rolled mine, so let me just talk about it, because I've been looking at it for a little bit. It is Society, Las Almas Perditas. We live in a society. (laughs) Correctly. Uh, But I do believe that means lost something. Oh, it tells me. It actually tells me. The Lost Souls. Give me a link. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. So they have their own cool flag and everything. I don't know if this is something you can join or if this is a group working against you. I'm willing to bet that it's an in-game guild made of other players. It's got a cool name, though. And I feel like players allowed to choose their own name would choose something terrible. Mmm, maybe. Almas Perditas. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, founded primarily as a PvP-focused Spanish society on the Antigua server. The goal is to be an integral part of all Spanish port battles, whether defensive or offensive. This is all nonsense to me. Yeah. Uh, it does mean the lost souls. Yes, that's what I said. Okay. Because it does tell you that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, but I wanted to actually <clears throat> go to Google Translate and see if they were lying. Oh, okay. Uh, that's interesting. Okay, so it seems to be they do ex- or they did exist anyway. Um, this page seems like it's written by people who, uh, are in it. It's pretty good. Like, it's not extremely fake or, uh, historically inaccurate the way you would expect something made by people to be. Mm. One of the things that's very good about very old MMORPGs is that the only people who still play it are the ones who actually want to do it right and yes, good. Yes, yes. So I do appreciate that. I like that there's some, like, sort of... Uh, what's it called? Criticism of the developer, saying after six months of play, activity started to dwindle. This was mainly due to the choppiness of Avatar combat and a lack of promised updates. Uh, and it lists the other um, the other games that the members began to go play instead. What is Dominion? What is Dominion Gaming? Is that like an app? Hmm. I don't know. I also do not like that they've decided that Avatar Combat should just be shortened to Avcom. No, no, thank you. Yeah, that's too like modern uh, military war gaming type of thing for me. Yeah, yeah and like <clears throat> James Cameron has been promising us Avatar Combat for years, but I don't think he's ever going to actually make it. Yeah. I'm yeah. Get to fight a big blue cat person. <laughs> I mean, plus <laughs> games dream. games based on movies are never that good anyway. <laughs> I was actually trying to hint that the sequel to Avatar was going to be called Avatar Combat, but Yeah, no, I was twisting your joke because we all know the names of the sequels to the Avatar movies. We all memorized them when they were announced a couple yes. months ago. Avatar? Yeah, that's right. Avatar Ava- 3, the fastest Avatar and Avatar <laughs> yeah, the A's are all fours in the fourth one. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's better than anything that they're going to come up with. Yes. <sighs> did you have the real ones that you wanted to say, Jeff, or did you? were you going to make a different joke? Uh, no, I was going to Google for the real ones, but I can't seem to no. find the no, names of them. just let the joke stand. Yeah. The joke Very is good. better than anything you're going to look up. Yeah, so who else has a rando? Uh, I got the random page used oak whiskey barrel. Ooh. Is this an in-game item? Uh, this is a type of loot with a weight of one, and it's used by connoisseurs choice whatever that means you oh it's for a mission called connoisseur's choice oh this is a fetch quest yeah <clears throat> great i'm, I'm so, guessing it's early in the game so do you have to like are there i guess there must be npc like mobs yeah. to fight as mm-hmm. well right mm-hmm. yeah okay i i liked i was imagining that maybe this was a game where the only villains were other players which sounds miserable to me but also seems like an interesting concept mm-hmm. for an mmorpg but i don't know if anyone's already doing that uh isn't that sort of what fallout 76 is or does that have npcs yeah no that has like giant ants and shit hmm. let me i, I want to google mmo without <laughs> npcs let's see if there are any trivia for this item used oak whiskey barrel is blank so i will give you some trivia listeners uh rations of rum and whiskey were given to sailors and pirates so that they could mix it with their water to make grog which would help disinfect the water because it wasn't always very well kept and it could make you sick yep Thank and you. i'm gonna give you some trivia which is that uh beer that's aged in whiskey barrels is not as tasty as you'd think it was yeah it? that seems like such a gimmick to me and I they know. do that so much now they're like we age this whiskey in barrels that previously had honey in them. I'm like, what are you talking about? You don't put Why honey in barrels. Why did you put honey in your barrels? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? This yeah, is that's, that's how you get termites or something. <laughs> yeah, like, it turns out we're very bad at making honey, but maybe we're good at making beer. Who knows? <laughs> uh, okay, well, I got uh, Large Wadding 2. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is my favorite one by far. This That's my favorite of the Large Wadding sequels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Large Wadding three, uh, Revengeance. They got too far out well, in the weeds. Listen, once the Rock stopped playing Large Wadding, I just I fell off. He was only yeah. good in. He was the only Large Wadding that I cared about. Yeah, they were like straight to DVD, and it was a whole big thing. I was actually surprised the they Large got John Wadding Cena to play Large Wadding's brother. Extremely yeah. Large Wadding. <laughs> 
the large wanting reboot was pretty good though. Mm-hmm. Had Jason Momoa in it. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, so Large Wadden 2, I guess, is an item you need to fire your cannons. It gives a damage bonus, but the image is missing. The description is missing. (laughs) Required level 25. (laughs) Yeah. It only weighs... I do like the chart tells you the size of it is large and the location is guns. (laughs) The location is wadding. (laughs) The the weight, it only weighs a quarter of what that used oak uh, whiskey barrel weighs. Well, that makes sense. Barrels are heavy. Oh, you can actually make, uh, there's a link to recipe colon large wadding too. Uh, See, that has the picture, so why can't they use this picture on the page? Someone needs to perform some maintenance on this wiki, I think. Yeah. Ten spun, ten spun cottons, ten hemp canvases, four hundred gold, and an hour, and you must be conscious. That's asking too much. <laughs> yeah, I, How are you going to be conscious for I'm a whole never hour? Be conscious. <laughs> this, oh, this, damn. I don't know what this game looks like that we've been talking about. Yeah, I'm also curious, but not curious enough to actually find anything. Yeah. Wow, this, this wiki was edited five days ago. Somebody is still around. Somebody is extremely interested. It's the same person for three of these that I'm seeing. He's Lex. They are extremely yeah. interested in the fish in this game because they have edited Yellowtail, Snapper, Seabass, and Flounder. Is it possible that they're just very interested in fish and they don't realize this is a game? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they're just very like, possible. I, what the hell? This this <clears throat> wiki is not understanding what Yellowtail, Snapper are. I need <laughs> to go in there. The fish wiki didn't catch on as much as I did, so I'm using this Pirates <laughs> game wiki. Oh, man. That would be so much funnier if I didn't genuinely believe it was true a lot of the time with wikis. <laughs> uh, we fixed that one wiki, remember? Yeah, that's true. We really hacked that net. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that page is still up. Yeah, well, It's impossible we'll, to check. Like, we'll never yeah. know. Yeah, yep. we'll never know. Uh, so this game just looks like a generic, um, maybe early Xbox 360 era uh, 3D action MMO. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's it like not. Bad. It's not stylish. I know that I came down on Louisa for saying this earlier, but now me, an informed person, is saying <laughs> this is bad. This game was. Bad. <laughs> the water looks nice. <laughs> Does it? It's fine. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I wonder if this game is fun. <laughs> That's what Probably I think about every not. game. <laughs> I remember thinking of that standing in Toys R Us with my hard save to forty dollars or whatever, and sometimes making a very bad choice. Yeah. Oh stand- come on. <laughs> the Fester's Quest was better than. <laughs> I distinctly remember how long I would take to be like, okay, do I want Pokemon Red for the Game Boy, or Wario Land 2 for the Game Boy, uh, or Bomberman GB? I had to, like, choose my first uh, games. I ended up eventually having all three of those games, but I was like, ah, I'll buy them used. Guy pointing at his head, gif. It's a good story. Yeah, like, really... Uh, fleshed out the character of Jeff in the yep. I still have that same anxiety, except now all the stores are online. Yeah. Yep. Well, I feel like at the time, I would think things like, oh, should I buy this new Mario Brothers game, or should I buy, you know, uh, uh, A Boy and His Blob? And then I chose Boy and His Blob, which is an incredibly bad choice, and now I realize, oh, I would never choose that over a Mario game, like, obviously. So, I'm more yeah, informed it, now. It's almost like kids don't have taste and haven't, un- yeah. like, learned to understand that some things are bad. Yeah, and you know who's not helping them? Nintendo Power, which is like, every game is the best game. <laughs> we love all our games equally. Yeah, yeah, game journalism is so unfair and so uh, inaccurate in representing the needs of the real gamers. We should open some kind of gate. Yeah, gamers, gamers. rise up to... Yeah. Uh, to... Oh, this joke this joke made me so tired. <laughs> oh man, that's a t-shirt we should make for like, <laughs> This I'm joke made me so tired. <laughs> yes. And all I got was this lousy t-shirt. <laughs> yep. <sighs> yeah. Alright, well I guess that's it. Are we yeah. done? <laughs> I mean we've recorded for an hour and seventeen minutes, so yes. Yeah, no one can say that we didn't fulfill their obligations. Mm-hmm. Yep. Alright, we- well thanks everyone for listening. We appreciate you guys coming out. If you liked it, please rate and review us on iTunes and all of your other podcasting applications uh, and please recommend us to your friends that's the best way we can grow um, if you want to get in touch with us you can email us seeingreddit at gmail.com or you can find us on uh, twitter at hack the net pod uh, 
Um, if you want to get in touch with me, I'm on Mastodon at Matt Heron at Mastodon.cloud. I'm on Mastodon as well, coolnames.biz slash at Jeff. You can also go follow me on Instagram and Snapchat, JeffJK, patreon.com slash JeffJK. I put a new podcast up there where I explain memes, and I'm going to, uh, when I'm done recording this, go record four more of them, I believe. Um, <laughs> you will also be able to read my movie reviews, which I put up there. Um, I'm starting into my 2019 movies, and I think that'll form my April and May Patreons. Yes, I'm still doing the April ones. I'm very far behind. I'm sorry. Um, it's barely May. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be May, right? Like yeah. that song. Mm-hmm. Is that one it. of the memes you're gonna explain? Oh, I could. No, it's oh, too yeah. late now. I've, I've known people who didn't know what that meant. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just if I did the that- one with the dog with the noodles on his head is pretty good, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I had someone request one on Mastodon, and I did not understand the words they said, so I'm excited <laughs> to go research that meme. All right. Uh, that's all of my- th- things. I say that every time, and then there's always one more thing. Go listen to Creepypodstag, weaponizedlanguage.com to all the episodes of it. Alright. That's, that's all my stuff now. <clears throat> uh, you can find me on Mastodon, Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. I just noticed out of the corner of my eye that a thing on this wiki, there's a book called The Cryptonauticon, and I really like that, so I want that's to say it. That's pretty good. <laughs> Is it for if you're being a little naughty as a pirate? <laughs> 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 I really like being extremely uh, upset by jokes. It's the book of secret knots. Fuck. Okay, so now that everyone's brought me down, uh, talk to me on Massa. Be my friend. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, Please come back next week. But in the meantime, please don't forget about us. Your net nannies. Logging off.